Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen to these words again from our Old Testament reading from today beginning at verse 3. Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's house, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall, according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat, shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted its head with its legs and its inner parts. And you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning, you shall burn. In this manner, you shall eat it. With your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt both man and beast, and on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations, as a statute forever, you shall keep it as a feast. Think about it. Thousands upon thousands of lambs, buckets and buckets of blood. This is the history of the Passover, long ago in the land of Egypt, in a land of exile, a land of slavery. The Israelites suffered the iron fist. Of Pharaoh. The line of Pharaohs had long forgotten the saving work of the God of Joseph and how he had delivered Egypt from the devastating famine. So they had enslaved the Hebrew people to do the Pharaoh's manual labor, to build their cities and erect their monuments. Terrible hardships, brutal labor, and despair were the lot of the Hebrew people. They groaned under the burdens placed upon them. They suffered under harsh taskmasters, and they cried out to the Lord in their misery. And the Lord their God heard their cries, and he remembered his covenant. He sent his servant Moses to be a mediator between God and Pharaoh, to free the people of Israel from the hand of slavery, to break their yoke of bondage, and to deliver them from the land of exile. Certainly this was easier said than done. Why? Because Pharaoh was a stubborn man. Plague after plague only hardened his heart that much further. One plague after another, and yet he stubbornly refused to submit to the will and power of God. But God had a plan. 
a final plague. A plague that pointed to His promise, grace in the covenant. In preparation, the Israelites were to take hold of a lamb from their flocks. The best lamb. A male without blemish or spot. A perfect specimen. One lamb for each family. Then they were to sacrifice the lamb and spread its blood above and around the doors to their homes. Why? There was one more plague to come. And this blood would protect and save the firstborn males from the angel of death. The blood of the lamb would save them from the plague of death that God would bring upon the people of Egypt. That very night, the angel of death visited Egypt and the firstborn male in every family died. Even the firstborn male of all livestock. All the firstborn males from the house of the slaves, all the way up to Pharaoh's family himself. They died. Great wailing and mourning went up from the land of Egypt as they counted their dead. Their only way to escape this terrible avenging angel of death was the blood of a lamb. Only the blood of the lamb could save you. Every door of every house that dripped with blood was passed over. It was the blood of the lamb that saved the Israelites from death. And Pharaoh gave up. And the people of God came out of Egypt. And so each year the people of Israel were commanded to celebrate this great rescue. They were to remember a sacrifice of a lamb and smeared its blood as they remembered the Passover. As they remembered the rescue and deliverance accomplished by the blood of the lamb once again. Thousands and thousands of lambs later, after buckets and buckets of blood have been smeared, Jesus gathers with his disciples in the upper room to celebrate the Passover meal. They eat. They drink. They remember the great salvation God worked for his people as he brought them out of Egypt, delivering Israel from their land of suffering and ending their exile in a foreign land. Then Jesus says, I have something new for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, takes bread, gives thanks, and gives it to his disciples. This is my body. Then he takes the cup, drinks, gives thanks, and passes it to his disciples. This is my blood. The Old Testament sacrament of the Passover is now fulfilled and replaced by the New Testament sacrament of the Lord's Supper. The blood of thousands upon thousands of lambs reaches its fulfillment, replaced by the blood of one lamb who takes away the sin of the world, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. All of those lambs, the best from each flock, lambs without blemish or spot, are fulfilled and replaced by the perfect, pure, and holy Son of God. The salvation, the deliverance from the land of slavery and exile is fulfilled. Replaced by salvation from the slavery to sin and death. A return from exile. Out of the land of bondage. Into a new freedom. A new covenant. Only one holy meal to another. One precious sacrament to another. One blood rescue to another. This is the story. 
the salvation history of God's people. This is the journey, the return from exile for the children of God. From the land of slavery to sin and death, through the water and the word of holy baptism, into the upper room to receive the true body and blood of our Savior Jesus. A great journey, a new meal, a new sacrament, and a new covenant in Christ. And we are the people of this new covenant. We are the people called out of a land of exile. We are the people washed in the blood of the Lamb. We are the people who have received the grace of God in word and sacrament. We are the people for whom the blood of the Lamb was poured out upon the frame of the cross at Calvary. The blood of Jesus poured out upon the tree cleanses us from every spot, every stain. All our guilt and corruption, all our iniquity and sin washed away. We are rescued and redeemed. Returned from exile to a beautiful relationship with our God. We are the people of God who live each day in the joy of walking with Him. Once we were no people, but now we are God's people once again. Thousands and thousands of lambs slain, buckets and buckets of blood smeared, all of the Passover lambs, all of the blood points to the cross. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The blood shed on the holy hill, Calvary, brings us back to the upper room. And the words of Jesus echo in our hearts. Take, eat. This is my body, given for you. Take and drink. This is my blood, which is shed for you, for the forgiveness of your sins. This do in remembrance of me. The holy meal of the Passover points to the new holy meal that Jesus institutes in the upper room and validates upon the cross. And as we eat His body and drink of the cup of His blood, our eyes are turned back to the cross. We remember the sacrifice of the Lamb as He once again cleanses us from sin and shame. From meal to meal, God delivers His people from the land of exile, rescuing us from sin and death. Jesus Christ is our Passover lamb. His blood poured out shields us from the avenging angel of death. His blood poured out overcomes the triple enemies of sin, death, and the power of the devil. His blood poured out gives forgiveness, life, and salvation to the new covenant people of God. Two meals, the Passover and the Lord's Supper, instituted by Christ Himself. But there is also a third meal mentioned in Scripture. This third meal is talked about in the book of Revelation. And it is the marriage feast of the Lamb in His kingdom. It is the feast that Jesus, the Lamb of God, prepares for us in the courts of heaven. Tonight I want you to listen carefully during our communion liturgy as we pray with Pastor Chris the prayer of thanksgiving. In that prayer, we pray that God would gather us together from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in His kingdom, which has no end.
when we come to the altar to receive Christ's body and blood in Holy Communion, it points us to the marriage feast of the Lamb, of Jesus, that we will eat with Him in heaven. This is a promise to you in His Word. And His promises are sure, for God always keeps His promises. To God alone be all the glory. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.